Hi, it's Sips. Hey, it's Bonga. And this is the Unintentional Podcast. Back at it again, another week. Um, excited to be here. Good to have you here. Good to be with you, man. Again. <laughs> Woo! What's a party? <laughs> you know the vibes. Um, so much to get to. So much happened. Yep. These past two weeks. So um, much sadness as well. Sheesh, yeah. Is that what you want to start with? Yes. Go ahead. The passing of Shona Ferguson. Uh, obviously, this week he was buried on Wednesday. Yeah. And, you know, he took us by surprise because you never think that he's such a young guy, you know, so successful. Now he's just gone. It took me by surprise as well. Yeah. I think I even took it personally to a certain extent. It was as if a relative mm. of mine had passed away. Yeah. That's how, how hard it hit for me, you know. Uh, and funny enough, uh, we were you and I were together prepping for the show when mm. you saw the was it a Twitter feed or something? Yeah, I think yeah, it was when the news came out. Yeah. It was crazy. Like my day was ruined <laughs> after mm. that. <laughs> I won't lie. And um, obviously, Connie hosted a live feed for the funeral, and uh, I didn't watch it because I just felt like it would be too depressing for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've saw I've seen clips of her talking, and uh, she pre-recorded, you know, her basically farewell mm-hmm. it was so mm-hmm. touching and so sad um but you just see how much of a special relationship that they had yeah and they were so blessed to actually experience that i think it's For better sure. to have For love sure. and lust like that than to have never experienced that at all as cliche as it sounds it, it's probably true i mean with them in particular i mean anyone would wish to be in a relationship like mm. that or a marriage like that for yes. that matter if you do believe in marriage um mm. you know i like what you mentioned about um her pre-recording her tribute to her husband mm. um that was beautiful and the fact that she did that because for me it's always been a concern at funerals that if someone's given a platform to talk or to uh, speak for in behalf of friends family or whatever the case some people tend to break down and Sometimes it draws attention to those people rather unnecessarily than, rather than, you know, yeah, the so occasion. the occasion. So I, I like how she pre-recorded that. And I think it, it talks to how how close she was to her husband. I'm sure if she had to do that live mm. at the funeral, seeing the family gathered there, she may have had a hard time keeping it together, you know. So Definitely. I, I love I love that she did that. I love that she did that. And um, something else that also, you know, was a big topic was the accusations and allegations that came out um, from Mohale to Sumizi, his currently estranged husband. Yes. So um, I just felt like there was a lot of talk around that um, in terms of also Sumizi not really taking responsibility because um, he actually gave out a short statement to say that he's aware of the allegations and that everything is being passed on to his legal team, basically. So there have been different talks about, you know, um, this cancelling of Sumizi and getting his employers, basically, to ban him from doing his job. Yeah. So I'm not sure how you feel about that. First thing... Uh, I like his approach, firstly. Like, that's what you do anyway. And I'm not saying this because, you know, I used to work in that environment uh, as well. But in, when, when, when accusations are leveled against you, 
it's often best to say the least possible. Let the lawyers handle it from that point, because now it's it's obviously going to become a case. But then I hear though that um, I could be wrong. Maybe by the time we're recording this, or right now, a charge has been laid or the case has been reported. But from what I know or what I've heard that uh, allegedly Mohale hasn't even gone to the police to open a case. Mm. So by saying this in the media, it's kind of like, I guess, uh, try by, by media. But I'm not saying that he's, you know, trying to ruin uh, Some Some people have done a faith in the justice system. And as a result, they probably resort to uh, tweeting something like the lady did about DJ Fresh and, you know, other things like that. But I also think that, you know what, um, <clears throat> They've been in the limelight. They are in the the whole relationship and marriage has been in the limelight. So I felt like maybe it was the appropriate thing for him to do. But at the same time, um, like yes, he should have laid a charge because now it's like okay, you're saying all of these things mm-hmm. that are actually representing uh, badly yeah. or reflecting badly rather on also music. So what's what's the purpose do you want to like ruin him or you know i don't understand or you want to put light to a situation that um has gone uh by either unnoticed or in well these things sort of prevail in not okay no let me i have to be careful about how i put that i don't want to say that these situations prevail in the lgbt community right but he's trying to shed light on something that was not obvious to i guess the world at large i think that's where this could come in um his reasoning behind publicizing all this and of course maybe i'm, I'm assuming like i said earlier not trusting the justice system and uh at least having a backup of saying this is what i said let the world see this man for what he really is at least according to my version which yeah, kind of seems cruel but i just hey. think it's um yeah it's very it's risky because now um it's out there and basically so now has to defend himself against any and all of those allegations leveled against him yep um and obviously this will hurt his brand no doubt um it's just a always, pity that always. now that all this is happening all the names are coming back that home my boy and um fresh euphonic and they're basically saying that ban him as well because we've banned all these other people so why is he different and that's the thing you see with um this wanting to ban people or cancel people Mm -hmm. cancel culture you know i always question why is there a need to go after this person's means of making a living Mm. as opposed to gee i don't know I guess I, I understand it from the perspective of, you know, shedding light on, yo, you, the world sees this person as such and such, but mm. actually behind closed doors, yes. this is what he or she gets up to. Yes. Uh, I understand shedding light there, but why go after their means of making an income? You know, that's, uh, that, that for me is what really messes up uh, my perception of this whole, well, that's why I don't really subscribe to cancel culture, firstly. And um, I just don't like it at all. And also for me, it's like, okay, how can we help this person or better handle the situation? Okay, so you cancel the person and then what? 
do are they supposed to go and uh, hide under a rock and yeah. be castracized from society like what is the point of this cancel culture they're also human at the end of the day and we make mistakes so can we just maybe chill a bit on the cancel culture all I can say to that, especially with regard to the Somizi and Mohale situation, is prayers to everyone concerned because I we don't know all the facts and I'm certainly not in a position to say who's right and who's wrong. I'm just hoping that everyone will be okay at the end mm. of it all. Whether that's possible, that remains to be seen, but mm. uh, definitely don't wish uh, any, any bad, bad on, on, on any anyone of the two. So that's my thoughts. Those oh, are my I just thoughts hope they that. work it out because um, for from what it seemed, they had a good relationship. So, um, but as as we've seen, clearly, oh, it was at not least the, the as, case. as it has been alleged, at yes. least, because so, no facts. But um, let's just hope everyone comes out good. For sure, for sure. And then Katleko, my boy, um, with him, right? Um, I saw a post earlier this week, either yesterday or two days back. Um, not a post, but uh, an article on my feed on the phone saying that um, he returned to uh, Instagram and mm. uh, made his first post yeah. there. Um, for me personally, that excited me because it was good to see him. Firstly, I, I see him as a very talented person. I know him from, I don't know him uh, personally, firstly, but I've, I, I know the culture that he comes from, from varsity, because. Uh, I studied um, in Bloemfontein for a year mm. and he went to Northwest University and mm. uh, he was part of a singing group that was very successful. Oh, wow, I really? enjoyed their music. Actually, I'll play you one did of the songs. Did he sing? He did. He's flipping oh, good. Wow. He's flipping good. Um, I'll play you uh, one of the songs that I really like by them. They're, they're there on YouTube. Mm. They're called... Uh, yeah, I'll tell you about it afterwards. <laughs> um, so that's where I know him from, like even before, yes. like Espresso and the like. Mm. All right. Um, fine that happened right um i'm just hoping you know this this period of time when he was quiet mm. i'm hoping that that was a time when he and his family were trying to resolve things firstly yes um when the law was taking its course on whatever you know, was happening and sadly we all know that the law takes quite a while before matters are actually uh, finalized and resolved yeah but it was good to see him come back even after that uh, to show that, you know, uh, he didn't let this, you know, um, destroy him completely. Because mm. you said we're all people. Uh, we all need to make a living. We all need to carry on with our lives at some point. Um, so it's good for me. It was good to see him come out and and um, and bounce back, as it were. Uh, well, we'll see how it goes with his his career and what he will do. I mean, he's he is uh, an an actuary by by qualification. So. Um, he, probably get a job doing calculations for an insurance company or something uh, wow. but yeah. Uh, yeah and also um yes these people actually do need to be reintegrated into society because at the end of the day they have families to feed as well right so also with this cancel culture like i said why should they just be left as pariahs to the community because they also have families that they need to feed so I like that he's coming back and he's rebuilding his life, which is actually part of our topic, um, rebuilding yourself after life happens. And boy, does life happen. <laughs> boy, yep, does life happen. Does yep. Happen. 
some pretty deep things. So I'm sure everyone has had an experience of failure in their lives and something really bad happened to them. So how do you come back from that? And how has your experience been, Bonga? I have a number of experiences of um, things not going my way or life happening and me having to readjust and uh, rebuild and restart. Um, But the one that I want to speak about would probably be my high school experience, the final years of it, well, the final year per se, because, excuse me, the final year is a very pivotal point in anyone's um, high school life. I mean, the way you perform at high school, academically, Mm. kind of sets the path or sort of indicates, you know, where you're likely to head. Well, at least it it, it shows you what options you have. Mm. You know, you can't... There are people who don't finish school, but who've gone on to do amazing things. So it Mm. doesn't necessarily mean, Uti, you won't do as well if, you know, you don't get good grades. But it does sort of give you options, and it does limit you if your aim was to go to varsity. Well, here's my story. Mm -hmm. I actually wanted to be... I actually wanted to be an accountant, (laughs) you know. Um, But I think certain influences in school, uh, the extra activities I took part in, like debating, sort of kept cha- chopping and changing my views. And I was, by the end of it all, I was undecided as to what I wanted to do. Mm. Couple that with the fact that uh, I ended up not performing as well as I could have to get in any, um, well, um, Ivy League, I suppose, uh, university. And for me, that was an expectation because the people I was surrounded by or the friends that I had mm. were top academic performers, one. Mm. And two, uh, all of them, or most of them actually, got into the schools that they actually applied to. Mm. I didn't. Like, yo, mm. how, how heartbreaking was it when I saw that rejection letter from the university that I thought that I would have attended together mm. with my friends from high school. Yeah. So that I knew then that you know, something has to change obviously mm. i'll have to change direction figure out how to go about one well whatever it is that i wanted to do mm. and uh, out of peer pressure of course i ended up settling on law mm. right um but even so i didn't start with law because i couldn't get into uh, an llb program yeah. right um the only option i had was to do a ba and i was like i don't want to do ba law um so I saw Free State University. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, because of the culture and how I know about Gatlehomo Boy and, and the like, uh, I saw that they had um, their requirements weren't as stringent. So I managed to get in there. But even at that point, me being my undecided or undecisive self, during the first semester, you'd be surprised to know how many times I changed courses from BA to BSc to BCom, and then finally settling to doing the Bachelor of Science mm. and finishing that off for a year. And at the end of that year, to just make a long story short, I'd, I'd known that this was not for me and I need to do law. Yeah. I quit the university, came back the following year and started law and the rest was history per se. Okay, so what kind of steps, like if you had to be like one, two, three, mm-hmm. how did you get through that period of your life? on restart and rebuild yourself? Well, the first point was um, not taking to heart or not 
yeah, not taking to heart what I think people might think about so my situation. Basically, you would say like, don't care what people think. Exactly. I didn't care what people thought, or at least progress. Got to a point where I stopped caring. Mm. So when I got back from Bloemfontein, um, and the next year was about to start, uh, I decided already that I'm going to do law, and I'm, I'm going to do it at a place where I, my marks allow me to do it. So, regardless um, of what people say, regardless of what people say, or think, or think, or feel, especially because like. One year I was doing something else, and now you're back. Mm. Like, oh, dude, Suti, you're a failure. You know, because yeah. like, what you were trying to do there didn't quite work out, and now you're back home again. So <laughs> syndrome. Yeah, so I do feel like uh, caring too much what people think it does put a stumbling block um, on your way forward in life or any progress that you may mm. map out for yourself or that you may wish, because you'll stop doing things because you'll care too much what I people think exactly like imagine me now imagine if i had actually decided to do a u-turn and say you know what, screw it uh let me not um go to uh this university because i qualify because what are people going to think mm. if i go there i mean you know i've gotten to where i am fortunately but it isn't very far but it's somewhere mm -hmm. but the fact that i didn't do a u-turn and um back out mm. because of what people thoughts or at least what i thought people would think yes uh, it, it helped me and also like we were saying sometimes you have such a great i don't know if it's like an ego or this thought that people are actually so concerned about what's going on in your life but That's people have their own problems <laughs> people have their exactly. own things going on in their lives that they're actually not really concerned um, about your life and it's sad that I only realized that late in life. I mean, I, I wish I could have realized it then and there. Mm. But fortunately, I was brave enough to continue nonetheless, yes. irrespective of what people thought. But yeah, people really do not care. People do have their own problems, mm -hmm. you know. Um, okay, step two. That's, that's the first step. So the second step was accepting, obviously, the past. I think there was nothing I could, well, there was things I could do, yeah. uh, like upgrading, if that was the, the wish, you know, and getting into a good school. But I thought, I didn't want to waste any more time. So let mm. me just accept um, my performance in high school, accept that uh, this is what I want to do, i.e. law. And I have a way to do it now, so let me pursue that. It was challenging, though, accepting the past, because it's, um, you know, you often do, like it or not, we do think, we do care what other people think, in as much as, to a certain extent, yes. Yeah. But it's also, also um, for me, like, okay, you care about what people think, but what do you do after that? Do you just say, okay, I'm not going to do this because, yes, I would see what are people going to say? Or is it, okay, people will talk regardless of what you do. So, so are you going to do it against even what people think because at the end of the day, it's really your life and you have to get on with things regardless of what people say or don't say that is so true and but it requires one to be brave as well and I'm i think very brave <laughs> and i think a certain level of maturity as well to, yes, to really definitely. accept the past mm. uh for what it is because sometimes we hold on to it but i won't lie though I, i'm not gonna sit here and pretend that i don't think about how life could have been if things had gone my way but i've accepted that there's nothing that i can do about that now because time has elapsed right and yeah the past is the past that's for true. a reason because it's gone there's literally nothing you can do that's true 
I think the one thing that may have helped me accept my past though is that uh, I knew that I could still obtain the, the degree that I wanted to do firstly mm. and I could still do the kind of work that was the intention you know uh, eventually at, 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 at some point so that and funny enough that's what helped me actually keep my head down and just keep pushing because mm. I knew that well if I continue with this route eventually we'll graduate eventually we'll we will uh, get a job uh, we will get articles we will get admitted all of which has actually happened uh, took a bit longer than uh, would have one would have expected or one would have mm. hoped for but it's happened nonetheless but and, you did it but I did it and that's actually the third um, congratulations by the way thank you very much man you Julie, should be proud of yourself Julie admitted but not practicing as such <laughs> uh, those who know will know exactly what I mean by that um, you know you know the vibes you know the vibes uh, and then the final point is uh, starting with the end goal in mind right uh, we've mentioned about don't care what people think mm. accepting the past yeah. and now we talk, I'm talking about uh, starting with the end goal in mind that kind of ties into what I've said previously I would say I did actually I, I did settle on law right mm. doing that and completing that degree so even though circumstances weren't as I had desired then I, I, I didn't want to be studying at that university I didn't want to be studying from home but mm. I did it nonetheless the fact that I would get an LLB degree out of this was what pushed me. So I suppose an end goal I did have in mind at, at even at that starting mm. stage when I'd made the decision to quit uh, the science program and go into law, mm. you know. Uh, but I will concede this though, that not everyone is in a position to have a goal in mind mm. when life has shifted on them, mm. right? Sometimes you whatever shift or whatever challenge comes a person's way mm. um, it might be such that at that point in time one has no clue what to um, one, one has no clue what to, what to push for um, or which direction to go in at that time mm. so it, it won't necessarily be the same as me as having a goal from the beginning yeah. you know so I, I can concede that but I won't lie having that goal knowing that I want okay. to complete law mm. Um, that's what actually pushed me to um, continue and, and complete. And uh, here we are, uh, by the grace of God, as they say. Do you believe everything happens for a reason? That's a good one. Uh, I, generally, I don't. Eh? Let me just say that. Generally, I don't. But sometimes, I will be honest, sometimes things are too good to be a coincidence. Mm. I, I do concede that sometimes but generally I'll be honest I, I do believe in um, time and un, of unforeseen things happening in life in general I don't believe in things being predestined or planned but mm, yes I do concede that sometimes when things happen you're like this might just be too good to be a coincidence mm. you know but uh, I don't believe in that generally yeah. okay. so that's my story that's, that's my failures in life <laughs> and, uh, and how I managed to God willing to um, get, through uh, get through it, bounce back, rebuild. Still rebuilding. I mean, I'm not yeah. where I want to be, right? I mean, mm. um, I think probably that's one point that we we might be making, uh, maybe not quite a lot, but quite a number of times in this episode that we are continuing. We are continuous works in progress. We're not really. No, we never f perfect. 
Exactly. So um, exactly. every day is getting up and trying again and again and again. Yeah, until eventually we curl up and die. <laughs> Just <Wow>. kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So uh, what was? Tell us about your um, experiences in having to, I guess, restart, rebuild when life happened. Phew. Bring out your tissues, people. Okay. No, I'm joking. Please. <laughs> um, so basically, many of you may or may not know. Um, so I had a upbringing here in Petermaritzburg. Went to boarding school. Studied. I've always wanted to be a journalist because I've always liked helping people and holding people accountable. So that's just me. Um, basically went to Joburg and had a really great career. Mm -hmm. And um, then I was headhunted for this other company um, only to find that it was, I don't know how to say, a fake company. Oh my word. Um, so basically it shut down and there I found myself in Joburg. Um, Did they shut down before you started working? Or? No, no, no. I had, we, it was like for a couple of months, like two months. All right. Yeah. And then basically there I was in Joburg without employment. And at the same time, um, my relationship was breaking down with the father of my daughter. And I found myself a single mom unemployed in Joburg. And um, I basically had to come back to KZN and rebuild my life. <laughs> and here we are. And that, was, <laughs> that must have been challenging. It, it was. Challenging. It was really challenging. But um, um, let me just start with my steps that I took that I are helping me getting through this process. Sure. So my first step is like yours, acceptance and surrender. Um, this was not only acceptance of my past, as you had said, but an acceptance of what was happening in my life at the present moment mm -hmm. and just surrendering to the whole process because I actually had to take accountability that, okay, this is what happened and this is my life right now. I can't run away from it. I can't make wish it was any different or dream it was any different um i just had to surrender to the moment right and basically bringing me to my second step is to be present right. um so in my being present i had to go through all of my emotions i had to really feel everything the impact of losing a job the impact of losing a family basically how does that work practically like what do you like mean your, like uh you said going through your your feelings and not your emotions yes but did you like i uh, wrote a lot ah, so okay. because i don't know if it's because i'm a journalist or whatever but right. i journaled a lot okay. i listened to podcasts um inspirational podcasts and just podcasts from different people like Jay Shetty, mm -hmm. Oprah. Jay Shetty is pretty uh, decent. Oh, yeah. Pretty decent. Um, Case Kennedy. Like there's a lot of people and I also follow their Instagram accounts and I, Adeline, I don't know if you know her. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's just, it was a, a learning curve, I must say. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of things that I actually didn't know about myself as well mm. that uh, all came out at the same time. So it was just a process of 
going through all of that writing it down ah, um, reflecting I see. I see. so that was being present in that moment it helped me to actually go through it and get through it because I think a lot for people as, um, as a whole sometimes we put away our emotions and we don't want to actually <laughs> get I'm guilty, in touch I'm guilty of that yeah, all so, the time by the way yeah so sometimes and we feel like these emotions they must take over our lives mm. and we must be it no mm. you they're just like thoughts and let them flow through you let it let it come let it go you know it's just it's not who you are and thoughts really do become things eh? Mm. those become things so sometimes you really need to watch those thoughts that you have exactly. and that you let occupy your mind exactly so you just have to be very cognizant of what is going on in your mind, body, and spirit, and uh, try to bring yourself be set, be centered, in a way. Um, so, and then the third thing that I actually wrote down here is heal, okay. because obviously it won't be like okay, I'm healed now, I'm done. Right. But you actually have to go through that process in order to heal. So, and healing, it also meant for me that I um, was open to change, open to a new life, open to a new way of living. Hmm. And um, I was able to say that, okay, the past is gone, I've let it go. What am I doing now? What's my way forward? And how has my life changed? Because I can't use the same tactics and things that I did back then in my life right now because it just doesn't work um hence i also learned new skills i learned mm -hmm. how to bake um I, I remember actually seeing um a video of you or not a video a picture that you had posted of mm. you taking baking classes yes so i learned a new skill and now you know i can actually bake and sell whatever i bake muffins and biscuits and it just it helped me to to open up my mind as well okay. because uh there's certain things i would never have thought of doing right. but in my past life if i call, if i may call it like that but now you know i've grown why why, why would you have not thought that you mm. do certain things because of uh it wasn't your interest uh interested field of you know uh applying your trade or mm. it or was it pride like what was it no, it wasn't pride, but it was just something I didn't think about. I had a really narrow-minded, one-way thing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I studied. I'm going to be a journalist. Week. I'm going to write yes. for the Sunday Times. I'm going to have a column. Oh, I'm going to be Sunday an editor Times. or whatever the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> whatever publication um, or TV network. Or, mm. Yeah, all right, all right. Yes, and then um, number three. That was three, yes. Uh, faith and gratitude. Oh, this is the next one? Yes. So that's four, because the, the previous one was three, okay? Okay, yeah. so faith and gratitude. Right. Um, basically, I do believe in God and the universe, something bigger than me. So I think having that faith in that it's not just random things that are happening to me, because uh, in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, for I know the plans that I have for you. So I just think that my faith also played a huge role in helping me restart because okay. prayer also was one of my ways that I actually was able to get everything out and mm -hmm. stay grounded. 
um, and gratitude because I felt like I lost a lot. You know, I've also lost some friends along the way and I've seen the true colors of people. Eesh. But um, I'm really grateful for the people that have stayed with me mm-hmm. uh, through everything and the people that I've met, Bonga being one of them. Um, like, they've really helped me to get through this. Which is really funny because we only knew each other about 2009 <laughs> for one year chatting on Mix It. Fast forward to 2021, mm. and then we meet again. I know, right? Which is kind of crazy. It is crazy. But that's dope, though, that. Um, yes. I feel I did something. Oh, <laughs> God. Yes. Right, and go. also being a single mom, like, it's hard, but because I have my, the support of my family, I'm very grateful that I have a family that has helped me um, raising my daughter. And I'm just grateful for the things that I'm still able to do. Gratitude, you know? yeah. Um, Here's the thing, though. Here's a question, uh, something I wanted to point out, mm. which I find amazing. And I think um, all women are, like, really amazing, truth be told. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny, we hang out quite a bit. Mm. We talk a lot. And I'll be honest, I, I I always forget that you're actually a mother at some <laughs> point. The way that, like, when we're doing something like the podcast, mm. preparing for it, or any other things that we, we are doing, you're fully immersed in that. Mm. And it, it never hits my mind that, flip, this person is a mother as well. She has uh, responsibilities. Mm. By a certain time, she needs to be at... You need to go to your daughter's school and pick her up. You need yeah. to drop her off. Mm. You need to prepare lunch and, and things like that. Like... It's crazy. That's why I think women are amazing because you guys have an ability to like do to be jacks of all trades. I think yeah. I saw that with my mom as well, mm. and a lot of other women in my life, yeah. uh, my sisters as well. So I just wanted to give you a shout out for that. Anyway. Whoop whoop! I'll take right. it. Um, so basically, um, be open to change and knowing that being having faith that the best is yet to come. Um, I don't think what I had in my past was the best that I can have. I can still have better and... Sheesh, if you can have better than that, then you know, (laughs) yo, that would... Because your life was, oh my God. Was, oh my God. What does that even mean? If anyone, if if the listeners are willing to go to your Instagram page, they'll see what I mean. But anyway, yeah. Oh, I have a Facebook page too. Um, Who's on Facebook? I'm just kidding. Carry on. (laughs) Um, It's actually... Great for business Facebook, by the way. So my no, it really is. Oh, my God, page on is. Facebook it is Sipilile Shelembe, the journalist. So yeah, um, but anyways, Bonga, you're right. distracting me. Apologies. <laughs> Faith and gratitude. That was my last point. So I accepted. I was present. I healed. Um, and I have faith and gratitude. And obviously, healing is not linear, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say that. Oh, I'm healed. I'm this perfect person now no healing you can heal through any stage of your life and you can go through healing in different ways today you can be fine on top of the world tomorrow you'll be like crying yourself to sleep so it just there's different phases and i don't think someone ever stops healing um you just learn to deal with things better and yes that's that's me oh dude that that's very touching um so many things and you were quite deep and introspective about it i'm sure you had a lot of time to yourself back then right mm-hmm. when you were still you know trying to readjust to moving back to kzn and mm-hmm. you know 
did you have a lot of time to yourself too? I mean, you did journal a lot of time, so I'm guessing you had a lot of time to think and, and write and pray not, as well. And not stuff. really, because um, some of the time, you know, I went to do baking. So I was oh. baking, I was freelancing at some point as well. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, you have to actually make time to do these things because yeah. it's just something that you have to do. Oh yeah, true that. True that. And otherwise, how else are you going to move forward mm. in any direction let alone the one that i guess didn't work out you know like you said mm. sometimes you don't necessarily have to uh incessantly or continually pursue that one thing that you couldn't get to maybe a change in direction or a change exactly. in um i don't know careers or whatever change really could be welcome and could be much needed at that time and who knows that could be the thing that could just catapult your life into something that you've never imagined there you go you know so uh what would you like to say then in uh, conclusion where as we wrap up uh, our topic for the day okay um i just have this quote by oprah accept what has happened forgive others forgive yourself accept the now and give up the hope that the past could have been anything other than what it actually was whatever happened helped to make you you that is the recipe to begin healing that's a very powerful quote. I like that a lot. And um, I don't know, would you mind packing that, unpacking that sentence by sentence, like going through it? Because I think there's quite a number of gems that uh, Oprah drops there. Well, I think we've touched on accepting what has happened. Right. Forgive others. Um, I think that's important because, you know, people are people. And sometimes they do things that go against us and sometimes even beyond right. their knowledge right um right. so just forgive others because it's actually also freeing for yourself oh, definitely. um says forgive yourself um i think as we noticed that we tend to be so hard on ourselves mm. and we can practice a little more like self-compassion so forgive yourself accept the now uh, as I said, living in the present, being present, right, and right. accepting your situation for what it is, uh, and then give up the hope that the past could have been anything other than what it actually was. Uh, what does that is, mean? That sounds very interesting. The past is the past. You know, uh, you mm -hmm. can't go back and change it. Right. And you can't go back and wish, oh, if only I did this, this, and this. It, right. it is what it is. It happened, it's gone. So you can't keep wishing, oh, I wish that I had done this instead of this. And, and if you continue dwelling on the past, it prevents you from, from moving forward. forward. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, whatever happened helped to make you you. Like I said, for me, like there are some skills and things that I would never have done back then. And I've acquired new skills. Yeah. So it's helped me in a way as well to actually open up my mind and to be more what do you call it agile in my thinking and not mm. being so narrow-minded about everything in general yeah um, in general and about your life and what you would have wanted to achieve mm. in the past which is in the past where it should stay yes. in the past for goodness sake and that is the recipe to begin healing so that's all. I love that. And one thing that I did pick up from that uh, quote is that, and, and something that I identify with a lot and that I've heard a lot of in my lifetime um, so far, is that 
we're all products of our past. You know, uh, we went through the things we went through mm. to get us to where we are. Mm. You know, we are where we are as a result of what happened to us. So, but that doesn't mean we should allow our circumstances and our failures to define who we are. Yes. But it, it, it we should, if we have achieved certain things in life, mm. we should be grateful that, you know, maybe that thing that didn't work out in the past mm. didn't work out for the reason that I'm doing X, no. Y, and Z right now, mm. you know. So I think that's powerful. So shout out to Oprah for such uh, wise words. And obviously she's been through a lot. She had been through a lot in her life, yes, even as a definitely. teenager growing up, yeah. being the woman she is today. I'm sure, yes, even though the things that didn't go well in her life back then, mm. not dwelling on them helped her to get to where she is Yeah, right and now. as you said, they didn't define her and they didn't dictate her future. Exactly, exactly. That's a very good quote, very uh, apt for our episode today. So thank you for sharing that. Um, it was a dope episode, man. Dope episode, very therapeutic. <laughs> it was great to go through, um, I guess, the emotions again. Uh, how emotional was it for you, if if at all? Just reliving some of those things. Like, not really reliving because we didn't really, both of us didn't go into too much detail, but... What was it like imagining as you were relating some of these things from your past? I was like, whoa, I've been through ish. Yeah. And look at yeah. me now. Like, yeah. I survived. And that's um, something that I always say that you've survived 100% of the bad days. Yeah. And you will survive more bad days that are to come. So never Sheesh. give up and yeah. live your best life in the moment. Exactly. Exactly. Live your best life. In the moment which reminds me of a very popular phrase that's been thrown around um, a lot either in social media excuse me or in, in my circle of friends or wherever else i may have heard it the phrase of living in the moment i think oprah's uh, quotes actually mm. is in line with that living in yes. the moment i want to know from you like what does uh, living in the moment mean to you seize the moment seize the day Carpe diem. Um, mm -hmm. It basically means that you're taking life moment by moment and not being too focused on the past or the future. Right. Um, we're living life now. So you just have to take it day by day and do your best in every day and make sure that you're living your best life right now because as we've seen with COVID and everything that you never know, life can change in the blink of an eye. And you can be too busy trying to plan and look back and not live your life. Absolutely. You know, I like what you said about the past and the future, mm. you know, not dwelling too much in either of the two. Mm. Because sometimes we, we tend to become so driven by our goals or so focused on achieving certain things that we sort of neglect or forget to stop and appreciate what's around us, be it people, or things mm. that we have in our lives. Um, That's where gratitude comes in. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me also of what you said earlier about uh, the various people in your life who are very instrumental in helping you, yes. you know, supporting you mm. as, you know, taking care of your daughter, um, you know, and the number of things that you needed to do whilst you were back home. Uh, that you couldn't do without the support of your family and people who are close mm. to you. So yes. I think living in the moment does mean acknowledging those people that are around you and um, 
showing gratitude, of course, and, and being present for them as well. I mean, it's not just about us, right? I mean, they also are going through their own things. Exactly. And in some way, shape or form, maybe we are also helping them out in a way by exactly. us being there being, and being, being there. present and listening and Definitely. interacting and helping out wherever we can. So that's pretty, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Um, I don't know if this is where you'd like to wrap up uh, the topic for the day. Yes. Well, that's it. Uh, thank you very much uh, for tuning in to the Unintentional Podcast. Uh, really appreciate you guys. Really dope. And yeah, we did get some fe- uh, some positive feedbacks uh, from uh, some friends. So thank you guys. Shout out to you. Um, keep listening. Uh, the Unintentional Podcast is available on most uh, podcasting platforms. Mm-hmm. The one we use the most, though, is uh, Spotify. So we're available on Spotify. Google Podcast, Pocket Podcast, even Anchor. Um, so yeah, you know, check us out there. We continue delivering content. We are move, uh, looking to uh, get into uh, interacting on social media as well. Yep. In the process of building a Facebook page, an Instagram page. Yeah, a lot of artwork to come and follow and things like that, which I'm excited about. Uh, but yeah, a lot of that is in the works. So stay tuned, man. There's a whole lot more. Um, that's planned uh, for this journey and for this amazing unintentional podcast of ours. One of these days, we should explain in these episodes, one of these episodes as to why unintentional podcasts, but we'll save that for <laughs> later. Later. Cheers, guys. Enjoy the weeks and take care. See ya.